Hi and welcome to the We Are Zion Sermon Podcast. We are a local church based here in Chennai, India. We are so glad you are here and our hope is that this will encourage, inspire and instill fresh faith in you. We have with us today Pastor Jeremy from Community of Hope Church Mumbai sharing the word of God. Can we ask God to open our eyes to kingdom truths and to live the kingdom way? Well, good morning, church. Good morning, we are Zion. We're so excited to be here with you this morning. Thank you again uh, for giving me another opportunity to share God's word and His heart with you. Uh, just really love all that uh, the church is doing back in Chennai and all over. As uh, this service goes all over, we are really excited at Community of Hope. We send greetings to you. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Garsham. Thank you uh, to the leadership there at We Are Zion. Um, I'm excited to be here and be part of what God is doing in, in your community. And before I dive into God's word, I just want to just uh, share a short um, just word of encouragement. Uh, I was just doing my quiet time <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago uh, and um, I was actually in, in Ladakh uh, on the border, actually in Kargil, beyond Ladakh. Kargil is about six hours away from Ladakh and uh, we were two hours away from Kargil, just deep in the mountains, um, really in some of the most unreached places. Uh, really getting to those villages, getting to those places sometimes uh, takes days. And uh, I was just um, just talking to a friend of mine, even as we were discussing how we would reach these villages. Uh, and he was saying how hundreds of villages in that area, not one of them has a believer. Not one of them has uh, a Christian, mature Christian believer. And and we were just really broken hearted and moved. And uh, God just was speaking to me, uh, you know, and he said, one of our callings is a call to be insecure, a call not knowing where we're going to go, what we are going to do. And uh, why I'm saying that is because um, as I was in that part, it was one of the most uncomfortable spaces I've been in my life. I couldn't breathe properly. The air was thin. Uh, there were no toilets there. Uh, the food was so different. Um, just tying my shoelaces and getting up was exhausting for me. And I was actually in my heart, I was waiting to get back home. Uh, but just the challenge it is to take the gospel where it's never been before. And God challenged me through this passage in Luke. And it says here, when Jesus called uh, the 12 disciples, you know, in, in Luke chapter 9, it says here, when Jesus called the 12, he gave them power and authority to drive out demons and he, and he empowered them. And he said something very, very challenging. That As I was reading that, uh, in that moment, it made so much sense. It says, take nothing with you. Take no bag, no bread, no money, no shirt, whatever house you enter, stay. Uh, if the people don't welcome you, leave there, shake the dust off your feet, move to the next village and go on pressing in. And it's so challenging that, that Jesus told them, you don't need anything. Don't take anything with you. And sometimes in, in those moments of uh, when I was in that moment of, of actually being there, it was not a very secure place for me. It was not a very comfortable place for me. It's not a very normal place for me. And sometimes taking the gospel to these areas is is a place where it will push us uh, to to get out of our comfort zones, push us uh, to 
to to to do things that are not normally done in our lives and i just want to challenge you the call that god has for you uh in in this season is a call to to be insecure to be uncomfortable to not know what's going to come and everybody's talking about this lockdown <laughs> you know everybody's talking about how we're getting into another lockdown but today my title of my message is unlocking what matters to the kingdom and so I just want to encourage you with that before we dive into God's word and and um, dive into what he has for us today and so I just want to just share a little bit uh of what God has put on my heart uh but before that let's just pray let's just ask God to speak to us more than anything else I I want the presence of God I want the words of God to come and penetrate our hearts and and take root in our hearts and in our lives Father we thank you today thank you this morning that we can come to you thank you this morning that you have called us that you have destined us for such a time like this thank you God that that when we go to heaven God uh, there are things that you are going to ask us questions that you are going to ask us that are going to challenge us God and I pray that we would be ready for the answers that you are going to ask us and as we live this life god i pray that you would uh, continue to challenge us to love you in a greater measure and more than anything else love the people and the community around us uh thank you jesus for all that you are doing thank you for all that you have done uh i am we are excited god to be part of your kingdom to be part of your church in jesus name Amen. Thank you again. Want to thank again Garshwam Christine. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Uh I can't wait to meet you guys in person. I can't wait to meet the community in Chennai in person. Uh I'm excited what God is doing in you uh and your community and your family and I just believe today I just want to prophesy saying that this season uh for you and your family Garshwam Christine for your kids uh I just believe uh and for you as a church i just believe we as disciples we as followers of jesus we go from glory to glory from strength to strength people have asked me how was your 2020 i, was, I said 2020 was the best year i've ever had people are saying okay i don't know how this 2021 is going guess what it's going to be better than 2020 why because we as disciples we as followers of jesus are called to move from glory to glory from strength to strength he has given us boldness he has given us confidence he says when you walk you will not walk in fear you will not walk in 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 doubt but you will walk in confidence uh knowing that god holds your future he he stands beside you he goes before you he lives within you and so there is so much hope there is so much joy in spite of the circumstances i'm not saying everything is going to be great but in spite of our circumstances we have joy why because when i read god's word when the first thing i read i read is god's word it gives me hope it gives me joy it takes away all forms of fear and doubt so i want to just prophesy and say we are zion 2021 is going to be better than 2020 Amen. It's going to be the best you've ever had. Why? Because Jesus is with us. He is in this moment. He's in the middle of our storm. He is in our boat. He is walking on water towards us. and we need to be excited at what he has for us when we live in expectation we see the miraculous when we live in expectation we get to experience what very few people in the world get to experience because we have hope we have a future and we have the faith that that abhors fear and that's the exciting thing that we as christians can walk into so today i just titled my message 
unlocking what matters in the kingdom. There's so much happening about this lockdown. I said, hey, listen, we need to unlock what matters in the kingdom. And and I was I had this thought uh, a few weeks back, and I was thinking, when what really matters when we go to heaven? What will Jesus ask us? Will he say what kind of job you had? How many promotions did you get? Like how much money did you save? What kind of car did you drive? What kind of house you had? If you have so much money, then maybe you can extra room in heaven. No, he's not going to ask us that. What he's going to ask us is what have you done with your life? And have you come alone? <laughs> Interesting thought. Have you come alone? When you go to heaven, when you, uh, when you encounter God, is he going to, he's going to definitely ask Jeremy, Oh, Garsom, have you come alone or have you brought people along with you? And I believe today God has designed us for a purpose and that is to win people to his kingdom. And I'm excited to share a little bit of what God has put on my heart. And I want to read from a very familiar passage, uh, Romans uh, 12 and um, uh, just a few things that uh, that I have kind of <clears throat> kind of written down and I believe uh, that uh, God wants to take us to the next level as as we move on from glory to glory from strength to strength so what matters as we unlock this this season what matters in the kingdom of God is so 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 important it says here in Romans 12 therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in the view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. What matters in heaven is true worship. Amen. Uh, I, uh, growing up, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, we used to, we used to sing from these chorus books and we had these hymns that we would sing. And, and sometimes you would hear these pastors say, Hey, listen, you need to sing. You need to praise God because when you go to heaven, that's all you're going to do. You know, that's all you're going to do. You're going to sing and you're going to praise. And I was like, in my mind, I was thinking, Hey, listen, what about people who don't like to sing? <laughs> like heaven is going to be like really boring for them. You know, you know, heaven is not about singing. Heaven is all about worship. Amen. God is called us to worship him in spirit and in truth. So we need to ask ourselves in everything we do, uh, are we worshiping God in spirit and in truth? Are we, uh, are we creating that atmosphere wherever we are? Are we able to pull down God's presence in every moment? That is true worship. True worship is not about music. It's not about anything else. True worship is choosing to give God praise in every circumstance. And God is challenging, has challenged me that in every circumstance, in whatever season I am in, I need to worship him in spirit and in truth because those moments shift atmospheres. Those moments when you are, uh, when you are encountered with an impossible situation, your, your ability to, to see things through the eyes of God, and and sh and it will give you and uh, will give you the strength to shift the atmosphere in your home in your circumstance when things come which are difficult which are impossible we recently uh, you know we're going through a season of transition and god is challenging uh, and we are excited to share that we share that with gashwam and christine and uh, we were talking about how god is challenging us to transition from Mumbai to Varanasi to reach a community that needs Jesus. Uh, uh, yes, there is so much need all around the world, but God challenged us and we were left in this, 
in this amazing moment where we believe that this is the time. The time is perfect. We had a great ministry here. We had an amazing gym that God was using. We had people, leadership, everything ready. And God was just, uh, just led us through this moment of um, uh, amazing favor. Uh, we spoke to our leadership and the same week we spoke to our leadership was the week uh, we had suddenly one day we had uh, the same actually the same week we informed our leadership we had these cranes and these two police vehicles come suddenly out of nowhere come into our facility break everything down without notice without informing us and and it was a very heartbreaking moment for us but it was also a moment where we had to decide where we are going to choose to worship god in this moment choose to give him praise in spite of our pain in spite of the circumstance in spite of that tough situation and how are we going to look at at this moment are we looking at this moment and saying oh my gosh what have what how are we going to recover how 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 are we financially going to recover how are we emotionally going to recover what's going to happen to our team here no we saw it through the eyes of God and says this is what success looks like and when somebody asked me what is success this is what success looks like is when the devil is upset and frustrated because you're entering into his territory you're trying to take over the land that he uh, he is possessing and so I just want to say in whatever circumstances you are, it's it's a tough situation. Maybe you've lost your job. Maybe you're struggling with uh, with a family member. Maybe you have this impossible mountain in front of you. Remember your worship. True worship changes atmospheres. Not how well we sing, whether we're singing or not, but just our ability to worship God will change things around. Amen. Going on, it says here, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. And secondly, first, uh, what matters in heaven is true worship. That is what's important. Secondly, is doing God's will. Now, Growing up, you know, hearing that always doing God's will. What is God's will? What is God's will for your life? And it was very confusing for me. And as I read this, you know, and as I said, and as, as I read this passage, it, it talks so simply about what God's will is. Somebody, somebody asked me, what is God's will? Hey, God's will is being Jesus wherever you are. God's giving us different talents. He's given us different giftings. What has God given you? He's given you things that you love to do. Okay, you, what do you love to do? Okay, you love to cook. You love, maybe you love to uh, have people home. Maybe you love to paint. Maybe you love to uh, do sports. Whatever you love to do, do that uh, and use that to, to build community, to reach people and to draw people in and be Jesus the best version of Jesus you can be. And, and when you become the best version of Jesus you can be, that is doing God's will. Doing God's will is being the best version of Jesus you can be. Uh, and I love this, you know, uh, when it says be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. When we go to heaven, one of the most important things is the, 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 the actions that we take, the, the when we are encountered with, with situations, how do we react, react to it? We need to react the way Jesus reacted. We need to do uh, and 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 do the will of God and 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 be the best version of Jesus we can be in in whatever situation we are in. Uh, you know, don't complicate 
don't complicate god's will god's will is simple uh wherever you are in life when in whatever situation you are in life you know we had that famous phrase it says what would jesus do what would jesus do in this moment what 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 would he say what would he do and that's what's going to matter in heaven when we go to heaven that's what's going to matter and i think it's so important that we understand that uh doing god's will is not something uh that is uh that is something that we have to strive for something that we have to fight for something that we have to be burdened about we simply be jesus to the people uh that god has called us to be we simply use the gifts and talents that we have so we can see god do great things in and through our lives uh going on uh it says here in verse 3 um for by the grace given <clears throat> me i say to every one of you i do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith god has distributed to each one of you amen for just as each of you has is one body with many members and these members do not have the same function so in christ though many we form one body each member belongs uh, to the others we have different gifts according to the grace given upon us if your gift is prophesying then prophesy if you uh, uh, according according to the faith if it's serving then serve if it's teaching then teach if it's encouraging then encourage if it's giving then give generously uh, do it diligently uh, and and do it out of mercy and do it cheerfully you know and it's so important that um, we understand that uh, when we go to heaven yes uh genuine worship true worship is is important doing god's will is important and the most one of the most important things that we have experienced here at community of hope is just doing community and loving one another the way jesus loved us and i think that is so critical i think communities grow people grow because we have the ability to do community together and there is unity there has to be unity in community and uh, we as a church have this phrase where it says everybody somebody and jesus christ is lord and it's so important that that we as 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 a church uh, we do community together we 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 live together uh we we serve together we love one another the way jesus loved us we give of ourselves and and your home is one of the most powerful places the most powerful places to do community uh i would say when when some uh you know when you go to heaven god's going to ask you this who did you invite to your home so that they could taste jesus the home is one of the most powerful weapons we have the table our table our dining table uh we've experienced over the years people have encountered jesus more at our dining table than they have done on on the pulpit that we have spoken on i'll say that again jesus has encountered people more on our dining table than he has encountered people from the pulpit that we've spoken on or led worship at you have everything you need today to accomplish the will and the purposes of god you have a table that god has given you you have a home that god has given you and uh you need to open that up because god is going to say i gave you a home i gave you a table what did you do did you invite people in did you share your life with people and i've shared this with a couple of people before and you might have heard it before but i've i've talked about this whole aspect of 
of the table and how important and how critical it is for us as believers. And uh, we call ourselves the temple. Uh, we are high priests. We are the temple of God. And, and um, you know, I, I had this image of, uh, I was reminded of this passage where Jesus goes into the, into the temple. He enters into the temple and he sees the table and he sees these, these guys misusing the temple of God for their personal benefit. And he gets so upset. He gets so angry and so frustrated. He flips the table and he uses the whip and he's angry and upset because they were, they were not using the temple of God the way they were supposed to use it. It was supposed to serve people. And these people were doing things for their own benefit and their own gain. Today, uh, I want to ask you if Jesus enters your heart today because you are the temple and if he sees the table if he sees your life and your life is spread out on the table will he flip the table or will he come and sit with you at the table let me say that again if jesus enters your heart today will he flip the table or will he come and sit at the table because when you go to heaven jesus is either going to flip your table or he's going to come and invite you to his table he says come sit well done, good and faithful servant. Let me tell you today that you can live your life for your benefit. You can live your life for your profit. You can live your life for, for your security and your future. But there are hundreds of villages in our nation on the borders of, of, of uh, Kargil in the deep Himalayan mountains where we had walked days. We, we, we had, we have to walk at least nine or 10 days to reach one village with about four houses. And God is going to ask us. God's going to ask me, hey, Jeremy, what did you do for the lost, for the broken in your nation? What did you do for them? Did you go and did you reach them? Because I gave you the strength. I gave you two legs. I gave you enough to go and, and see these people, meet these people, eat with them, talk to them, spend time with them. You have, you have enough time. You have enough uh, resources that I have provided for you to reach these people. Are you doing that or are you using your life to secure your future, to secure what you, what you want to secure? And I just want to say that God is looking for people who love him sincerely who love him sincerely, who, who, love, who look at their lives and says, I'm going to build his kingdom. I'm going to build his kingdom. I just want to end with this. Uh, at the end, it says here, I'm going to cut, cut it a little short. And it says here, uh, your love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. And I'll end there by saying this, love your love has to be genuine. You know, love must be sincere. Love must be sincere. You know, sometimes uh, my son Micah comes and he kisses me and he hugs me and he holds me and he tells me how much he loves me and how, and, and, and I know something is, is coming, you know. I know he wants something from me and he kisses me and he tells me how much he loves me and then uh, give him a few seconds and he says, uh, Dada, can I have your phone, please? So, you know, let your love be sincere. You know, when you love others, don't expect anything back. When you give to others, do not expect anything. Give out of how much God, how much has God given you? He's given you so much. You, you, you and me have so much. We need to love others above ourselves. I love this when it says, uh, honor one another above yourselves. It did not say honor one another like you honor yourself. It says honor one another 
above yourself. There are people uh, in and around you and there are opportunities in and around you. All you have to do is ask God to open those doors. The reason God is not opening doors for you is because you're not asking him. Ask God. Today, ask God, God, open doors so that I can be a blessing. Open doors so that I can give off my life to people because I want to love people the way you love me. I want to love, love people the, uh, more than I love myself. I want to give to people more than I keep for myself. I'm not sitting at the end of the, uh, at the beginning of the month when my salary comes in. I'm not calculating the 10%. I want to be in a place where I'm giving 90 and living off the 10%. That's the standard. Maybe one day I give off everything that I have. And that's, that's something that I live for. I love, I love moments where I'm able to pour my life out, give my resources, empty my bank account. And I've done that thousands, hundreds of times where I've just, there's nothing I've had. All I've had, I've given and I've seen the miraculous happen. And you can see the impossible happen if you're willing to give everything away and not withhold anything from you because God sent his son and he gave him away for you. He gave his best. How much more do we uh, need to give? And in conclusion, I just want to say, you know, there's a scripture that says these three things remain faith, hope and love. And the greatest of these is love. And I want to challenge you to love more. And this season, even though the, it, it's so insecure, it's that we don't know what's going to happen. Love more, give more, serve more, um, and give of all you can. Because guess what? We move from glory to glory, from strength to strength. Amen. The church sadly lives from revelation to revelation we 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 desire revelation more (laughs) and god desires demonstration and i believe let's stop being people who who all we do is move from one sermon to another sermon and and that is church for us is that all we are looking for is another another message all we are listening to is another word and and all we are looking for is this things to encourage us and challenge us and bless us. God is not looking at your life and, and, and he doesn't want to reveal anything else. He's revealed enough to us. And now is the time to demonstrate. We Let us never live in that place of revelation, but let us live in the place of demonstration. God wants us to live a life that demonstrates his goodness and his kindness and his love. And I believe uh, it is time. It is time to stand up. It's time to take action. It's time to do what matters in the kingdom. Because when you go to heaven, God's not going to ask you anything else. He's going to ask you certain questions. Uh, he's going to ask you, have you loved? I believe God's going to ask. One of the questions he's going to ask, how much have you loved? Have you loved more than you've loved yourself? Have you given more than you've given to yourself? And have you served more than you have served yourself? Today, uh, what matters in the kingdom is our response. And I hope your response today will be, God, I'm ready to serve. I'm ready to love. I'm ready to give off my life because you give everything for me. Let's reach India. Let's reach this nation for his glory. There are millions in our nation that do not know him. I'm not going to sit in Mumbai in the comfort of my home and just sit and receive from God. I'm going to receive and I'm going to give. I'm going to receive, I'm going to give. And as he pours out into my life, I will pour out into the into those that are brokenhearted, into those that do not have a hope in the future. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you again, Gershwam and Christine, for having me. We love you. Uh, We are praying for you as a church. We are praying for you as a community. And we can't wait to meet you in person. 
Let's pray before we close. Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for challenging us. Help us to know, God, uh, that you are looking for a church um, that demonstrates your kingdom. You're looking for a church uh, uh, that serves in action. That that is, You're looking for a church, God, that is selfless. Uh, you're looking for a church, Father God, that uh, doesn't hold on to what they love, but holds on to what the kingdom of God is. And the kingdom of God is a kingdom that gives, that loves, that serves. And we are excited, God, to be part of your kingdom. Thank you for giving everything to us. Thank you for giving your life to us. How much more could you have given? You have given everything, God. Help us now to be givers and help us to be hearers, but also doers of your word. We love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. To hear more messages like this, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you like what you are hearing, consider rating us, subscribing, and even sharing it with friends. That would really help us. For more content from We Are Zion and to connect with us, go to wearezion.in. Remember, Whoever finds Jesus, finds life.